If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome and thanks for being here. My name is Paige and I'm a board certified life coach, motivational speaker, and mental health advocate. I am passionate about helping others find more purpose and meaning in their life. And by sharing my own experience and life lessons in every episode, I hope on some level you can relate and feel inspired to take action in your own life. As a coach, I help individuals find more ways to create more fulfillment in their lifestyle. If you are someone who is open-minded and committed to taking action towards your own goals, let's connect. The best way to reach me is through my website, www.pagemitchell.coach, and you can either shoot me a message or set up an appointment for a discovery call. And now let's get into today's episode. I know many of my listeners are very ambitious and goal-driven people, but with that being said, sometimes they don't take the time to sit with themselves, get quiet, and listen to what they truly want instead of what they should want or should be doing. That's why I created a guided meditation to support you in visualizing and manifesting your ideal lifestyle. I believe you are creative, resilient, and resourceful when it comes to achieving your truest desires. The best way to get what we want is to focus on what we want to create. This meditation is not only free, but it's five minutes long. It's a short and simple way to get grounded and be present. You can find this free meditation located in the show notes and start practicing that abundance mindset and trust yourself in the process. Download this free meditation so it's ready at your fingertips whenever you need to just hone in on your truest desires. I would love to hear from you once you downloaded this meditation and start to notice the changes happening in your life. Send me a message on Instagram at pagemitchell.coach or take a screenshot of this episode and tag me to let me know you are on the path of visualizing your ideal lifestyle. Video Ask is a conversational app that allows you to have personalized interactions with your audience. From education, to recruitment, to sales, many professionals have moved to video interactions to connect on a more personal level and at scale. Video Ask lets you interact face-to-face with short video chats and funnels. I have been using this platform ever since I started my business, and it's really helped me build my coaching rapport with my clients and up-leveled my marketing. Not only can you create customized videos for your audience and your audience can respond through video, voice recording, or text, you can also incorporate your very own calendar booking URL, embed an email, or add your own website as an interaction button. Video Ask allows you to track conversations, qualify leads using polls and quizzes, but most importantly, I truly believe their customer service is bomb. If I ever had to reach out for them for help, which was not often, they were not only very prompt, but they sent me a customized video helping me with my issue. Sign up with Video Ask absolutely free using the referral link in my show notes. That's typeform.grsm.io slash coach page. Showing yourself through video makes you more approachable, which is why I partnered with Video Ask, and I want to give you a 10% discount code, also located in the show notes, if you decide to upgrade your plan. And now back to the show. 
Today we're going to talk about the pillar of environment and we're really going to be diving into this question of why does your environment matter? Why is this pillar really important when it comes to building your dream life? I'm really passionate about this topic because personally I want to share a little story with you about living in the wrong environment majority of my life. And so when I say environment, I mean, at least from my personal experience, the physical environment of where I lived. I grew up in Colorado. I was surrounded by the mountains and the fresh air. And I am so, so, so grateful for my childhood. Okay, I wanna make this very clear. I grew up in a very safe, beautiful neighborhood and town and community and you know being around nature having accessibility to skiing and being outdoors and the people I met were very nice you know I went to nice schools I met really nice people lots of nice good positive things so there was really nothing wrong with growing up in my environment I just mean in terms of physically, um, I didn't feel happy. Now I'm very, very privileged to say how safe it was and the things I was exposed to and had access to, I'm very privileged. So I do also wanna acknowledge that. But something deep down was like, Paige, this isn't your home. Something feels off, something feels wrong. This isn't really where I feel alive. And so this episode, I want to break down just a few things. And um, here's kind of the subtopics of what I mean. So there's your physical environment of your location of where you live. There's also a smaller scale of your home. So, you, you know, like your room is cluttered or really just your personal living space. That's a part. There's also the environment of who you surround yourself with in terms of people and who is around in your life. And then another subtopic, I guess, of environment is how much do you really value or what is your relationship like of taking care of the planet? So let me give you a few things to think about and take inventory. And I encourage you while listening to this episode to take out your notebook or journal because I'm going to be asking you some questions for you to process later. So first let's talk about the physical environment and this can just be described as anything we can physically experience through our senses, touch, smell, sight, hearing, and or taste. So the physical environment includes both the natural environment and the human made environment. So I want you to ask yourself right now, what do I currently touch, see, smell, hear, and taste? What do I like? What do I like about where I currently live? What do I wish was different? And why for both? Now let's pretend that you're writing this down And you end up saying, I absolutely hate this. I wish my environment was different. I actually visualize something else. I really want you to be careful of setting yourself up in this trap of, I'm only going to be happy when I move to blank. Or I'm only going to be happy if this is different. Because 
that's definitely the grass is only, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side complex. And that's a really easy trap. And I'm 100% guilty of this because my whole life, all I ever wanted was to live at a beach. I really thought, oh, well, I'll just live at the beach and then I'll be happy. Then I'll be with my people. And, and then everything will be great, right? Everything will come together. And that's absolutely not the case. And it's just, how can I continue to be myself and live my life, but just have, you know, a different viewpoint? Is it possible that you can continue to do the things that you're already doing, but you just have a different change of scenery? And for me, when I moved out of Colorado and moved closer to the beach, I just felt more inspired. I just felt more motivated and creative and immediately just there's something in the water that makes me feel grounded, like literally the water, like no pun intended, but I just, I just feel so grounded and present and like the literal climate and vitamin D has like sunk into my body, but that's just me. Maybe you grew up on a beach your whole life and you absolutely hate it and you want to head to the mountains. It really just depends, right? No matter where you are in this world or city to, you know, small town, like whatever it is, I, I just know that environment plays a factor of our mental health and well-being. And again, it's not, I will be happy when I move or I'll be happy or I'll be whatever, insert emotion. It's just what will this change of scenery bring and add value to my life? I'm still going to be doing the same things just like I was in Colorado. I'm still going to be working. I'm still going to be going to happy hours. I'm still going to be going to the gym. Like I'm still doing and being the same person. I just have a change of scenery to make me think about different things. And um, I just feel more creative and refreshed. So... I really want you to remember, wherever you travel, wherever you live, you are bringing yourself with you. You are bringing your happiness. You're bringing your depression. You're bringing your worries and anxieties, your creativity to that new environment. And for me, I have to, you know, I really have to deal with that. And I have to understand who I am, what I want, why I want it, and really, really check in that I'm not just blaming an environment or making it as an excuse and that things will just mag magically get better. So really assess if you do want to change it up in any way, why do you want to change it up and what will that bring and add value to your life if you did? Not necessarily solve your problems, okay? So um, I guess if we can just be really specific, so let's just say, for example, you're living in the city and you really see yourself maybe living on a farm, raising animals, planting your own food. Who or how is your life going to be different? What is it about this environment that will help your mental health, your physical health, and how will this environment really change your reality? And so just think about it, take some time, really journal and process that for yourself so that you can really uncover more and more answers about your environment. And the next part that I think uh, we could get into right now is just the concept of decluttering your life. And when I say declutter, I'm not just talking about going through your junk drawer 
and uh, getting rid of things or emptying bins in your garage. I mean, literally decluttering your life. What are the things in your life that are really toxic that you need to let go of? Maybe that's beliefs. Maybe that's negative self-talk. What do we need to declutter out of our life? So I want you to also journal about that. What will bring me peace? Whatever is not bringing me peace, I'm going to say peace out. I need to walk away. How else can I release anything toxic from my life? So the next part I want to discuss with you is your personal living space. Just like spring cleaning, rather than, you know, dedicating one season to a year, like a year of decluttering and getting organized, right? Like let's, instead of just spring cleaning, think about the whole year of decluttering, right? I think for me, I really enjoy, I won't say I enjoy cleaning. I admit that, like I don't love doing the dishes I don't love cleaning or deep cleaning like some people do but I do love organizing it's one of my little ticks I don't know it just like putting things in its places make me feel good um so I'm used to I've gotten the habit of when I see a mess I I do it right away I clean right away and that's just because I'm setting myself up for success for future page so I'm basically prepping for the next you know, for the next thing. Um, so here's some maybe decluttering examples, right? That again, these are some more journal prompts. These are just some more questions of like decluttering all year round. And I'm not just talking about your physical home, but I'm also talking about mentally, right? So some categories. So there's deep clean, you know, what in my life needs to be looked at more deeply, what's getting in the way of elevating your life do you need to go to therapy do you need to go on a solo trip right and the next one is organize so like what habits will you get closer to your goal what do you need to implement what rituals do you need to set in place how can you set yourself up for success and you know organizing for me um is just get you know assessing doing an inventory so what is one new habit that I can incorporate that will keep me from sabotaging my progress? What can I do today to just plant to see that I can harvest later in the year, right? It's like a little seed. What can I do today that will help me? Um, Another part, right, of decluttering and um, just kind of getting organized with that is what or who needs to be removed? What is a belief system that is hurting me? What is negative self-talk? that is being disguised as helpful, but it's really just sabotaging me. You know, what boundaries do I need to set maybe with myself or other people? And lastly, really like just treat yourself. And what I mean by that is you can't receive anything if your hands are full, right? If your closet, and this is metaphorical or physical, uh, (laughs) if your closet is so congested, How will you buy new clothes? And so it's the same thing with life. You know, how can we accept new beliefs, new things that are magical, like things we want to create? How can we welcome that in when we have a whole bunch of crap, right? So we need to just release and acknowledge how beautiful our life is, right? What's one beautiful thing that could add value to your life? Maybe that's 
treating yourself like taking yourself for a nice dinner or celebrating with someone or taking a dance class or a kickboxing class. I don't know. Like we also need to accept and celebrate ourselves too. So all of these contribute to your environment. And then there's, I'll just get into while we're on it, just the physical clutter. So I do have some, um, some tips for you of your, your personal space. And that's just learning to let things go. So say you are looking in your junk drawer and you think, you know, I might need this item later or, Hey, like maybe my kids want this someday. So ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario if I got rid of this thing? And like play it out, play the tape forward. In most cases, you can probably repurchase it if you really need it. But if it is an antique, I guess keep it. So I know online there's a bunch of different organizational flow like charts, if you will, of like those like yes, no, um, those charts, right? Of like, do I keep it? Do I toss it? Do I recycle it? Those have been really helpful. And um, also something when you're kind of decluttering your environment and your personal living space is asking for help with tasks. So, um, you know, if you have kids, like assigning those very clear and responsibilities, really communicating like, hey, I need help with these chores, just delegating. And I know that's hard for perfectionists and people that want to do the superheroes that want to do everything on their own. But if we don't delegate, we're just going to have so much on our plate. We're going to be burnt out and then we're going to be grouchy and no one wants to hang out with you. So ask for help with little tasks because they're going to pile up and really just stop procrastinating, right? The first step is to be aware. Don't delay decisions on like where to put things or wait, you know, like, oh, we need to just put it over here or oh, I'll deal with that tomorrow. Like do it now, just do it. If you see something's messy, do it right now. It takes probably 30 seconds. Um, it's longer in your head, the conversation of don't do it, do it, don't do it. Like just, just do it. Um, I know that's easier said than done, but just be, have awareness of, am I really procrastinating right now? So the next thing I want to talk about briefly here, um, as it comes to environment is the people you are surrounded with. And I will talk about this. There is going to be another episode of the pillar of your social life. And so we're going to kind of talk about how those people show up and the type of social life that you really want. But I will break this down here that I was talking with a client recently and she told me that majority of her friends are all doctors and lawyers and very intense academics who care so much about status and prestige. And she was comparing herself to them. And there's nothing wrong with being ambitious and being surrounded by people who are huge ass goal getters, but we do need to ask ourselves, is this the life that I want to compare myself to? Is this really what I want to? It's just like that old school, like when you're in kindergarten and maybe your parents were like, oh, well, if Susie jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? And it's like, sure you know like we're, we're we're constantly with our peers just like looking at what they're doing and then asking ourselves is this what i want to do too well everyone else is doing it so it's totally natural 
to compare yourself. And like I said, like, if you want to be friends with a whole bunch of high achievers, that's probably, you know, that's probably gonna influence you in somehow too. There's no negatives here. I'm not saying there's no judgment, but I want us to practice this awareness. And so if we think of this as just a sociology experiment with group dynamics, our peers shape our identity. There's this expression out there that you are a reflection of the five people you spend most of your time with. I don't necessarily believe that's true, but I will say who you spend time with influences your decisions. Who you spend time with influences your beliefs and your actions. It doesn't mean we become them or, you know, like if you have five of your closest friends don't have a job, it doesn't mean that you're also not going to have a job. It's just, if we think about who we hang out with and talk to every single day, that's going to just make an impact. That's going to make an imprint of what you think and believe and do for yourself. And so if we think, you know, same on the other side, if we are surrounded by friends who constantly drink and do drugs, what's that going to say about you? What are you going to do? How do you handle that? Or if our friends and family constantly work out, constantly do yoga, well, how's that going to impact your life? Are you going to be the odd man out if you don't do yoga? You know, it's just things to consider. And I'm just saying people in your environment, because they make an imprint, it's up to you and your control of who you want to surround yourself with that really aligns with your ideal lifestyle. So what I want you to do is create a list in your journal of the top five qualities you want in your friends, the top five qualities you would like in this ideal environment, and just see what is the smallest action you can do to meet and befriend those types of people. Where do you think those people are going to hang out? And so the last thing that I will cover in this episode talking about your environment is planet Earth and your relationship with the environment. Now, I am not an expert on sustainability. I'm not an expert at all in, you know, environmental science. I have no, really, I don't have any expertise. But I will say just personally, I've always been really passionate about recycling. And, you know, I I love the ocean so much and when I see just like trash built up and like oh my god I refuse to watch Wally that Disney movie like I heard it's really good but I actually like I don't I'm scared to watch it because is that actually what our life is going to be in so many years anyway I'm just saying I can probably bet there's some part of you I don't know what it is, but there's definitely something inside of you that has this passion to want to better the planet. There's got to be one thing, hone in on that, that you could do um, towards bettering the environment, right? Maybe that's climate change. Maybe you were always passionate about the rainforest. Whatever it is hone into that hone into just that one thing and every 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 part matters right you you can make a difference in the very smallest smallest ways right like even reducing your you know like your plastic straw intake for the week or eating meat or whatever like you just you as an individual can make a huge difference right 
So just even some small tips is like recycle whenever you can. I know not everywhere um, has accessibility to recycling, but if you can, um, do it. And or maybe there's like planting a tree, um, volunteering at a at a cleanup, or contributing just your time and energy in some way towards bettering the planet. Right? I mean, even cutting uh, cutting down on driving. Right? The the public transport, riding your bike instead for pollution. There's so many suggestions and I'm sure you can go online and find like 800 million ways to save the planet, have a better relationship. But that's just what I want to end it on here is, yes, our physical environment of where we're living, right, on an individual side. But let's think about this on a macro scale. Let's think about our environment while we're here, while this planet still has a heartbeat. Uh, We don't know how long we're going to be here. We don't know when this planet is going to spontaneously combust but while we're here let's make the best of it right and really journal how you want to improve your relationship with the environment if that's what you choose to do so so as a coach of course I'm going to encourage you to take some action here so find a time to journal all these prompts from this episode there's a lot of questions I threw out at you and I I know that was a lot, so definitely press pause when you need to, um, but I want you to set a time when you will start journaling and when you will finish. And for more accountability, right, take a picture of your journal, take a picture of a selfie of you and your journal and share it on my social media at pagemitchell.coach. Take the initiative to really ask yourself what is important to me with this particular pillar, right? And so when you're journaling, when you have all of that done, just really visualize this this new ideal lifestyle, this new environment that you're in and really just remain open to just expansive possibilities, like welcome them in, welcome all of that, that inspiration that's going to come through and then decide one small step. So this is just 1% toward maybe one of the goals that you want to set for yourself that's going to get you closer to living the life of your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today, listening about the environment, listening to ways to improve this pillar of your life. Now remember, every single day provides a lesson. Go out there, dream big, and I'll catch you next week as we discuss another pillar. Take care. If this podcast truly resonates with you, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your social media story. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook, and my handle is at pagemitchell.coach. I'm so excited to see what you shared and connect with you. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, take care.